Hey, welcome back to the TNT Podcast. Coach Holmes and your host Jonathan here coming at you. We're talking about our week three results, talking about week four coming up. Our look at the results, the standings, thoughts from the weekend, our thoughts going into this weekend, our games to watch, and our SEC versus Power Five. <clears throat> so we'll just dive right into our thoughts from the weekend. We'll talk first about the A&M game. He, uh, Texas A&M looks like they played New Mexico in College Station. My thought is I think Calzada looked a lot better better than he did against Colorado, maybe because he knew he was going to be the starter for that game instead of the Colorado game. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I completely agree. Gonzada looked great, 19 for 33 for 275 yards and three touchdowns. Um, it's good to see Terry Wilson, the former Kentucky quarterback at New Mexico State. You could tell that he was not with the, his Wildcats anymore. He struggled a little bit. Uh, Spillner getting 15 carries for 100 yards and one touchdown. A lot better offensively for the Aggies coming out, trying to make a statement right in before they go uh, to Arlington to take on the Hogs. Yeah, I'm glad they took care of business, unlike this one team that almost lost. Was Kentucky looking forward to South Carolina? They barely beat Chattanooga 28-23. Uh, my question is, was Kentucky looking ahead? I think so. Again, uh, emotional week winning against Mizzou the week before. And coming in, sometimes you just got to get the job done. But uh, Levy's doing his deal, 23 for 35 for 254 yards and two touchdowns. But he threw those two interceptions that really hurt him. Started to get good momentum going and then just had mistakes. But this might be a good thing for Kentucky to have this game kind of to wake them up, let them know, like, hey, we're not there yet. But that if we don't take every game seriously, we could lose it. So this is probably a good thing for Kentucky right here to take on Chattanooga, have that game-winning drive at the end, getting ready to go against the Gamecocks. The next game was the Mizzou-Southeast Missouri State, and not even going to lie, I didn't watch that game. And it wasn't very entertaining. I mean, it's uh, little brother versus big brother right there. But defense w- did not impress me for Mizzou. Kind of a lot of missed tackles, a lot of – They did um, score 28 points. They did, and a lot of missed coverages too as well. So the Mizzou Tigers need to wake up defensively. Now offense, you know, they took care of their part, did their job. But defensively, they got to step up against a team like this. Uh, Tennessee Tech loses to Tennessee, 0-56. to Again, I didn't watch this game. Well, uh, you know, a lot of people are debating Hooker versus Milton uh, going into next uh, against the Florida Gators. Hooker looked really good, 17 for 25 for almost 200 yards and three touchdowns. Now, again, it's against a Tennessee Tech team that really isn't that impressive. But putting 56 on the board, showing confidence going into that game, that's something that this Volunteer Nation needs going in before they go to the Swamp and take on the Gators. Alabama versus Florida. I did watch this game. This game was good. (laughs) (laughs) It was a great game. Uh, Starting off, Alabama was up 21-3, to and it looked like it was going to be a blowout. But I think the Gators figure out a weakness. Now, what they went to was kind of crazy. They went to a 5-5-2. So what, uh, our listeners, if you don't know what that is, they had five defensive linemen, five middle guys, and they had two deep back safeties. And it really started to pick with Bryce Young. And you could tell he was inconsistent with his throws. The run game was being stopped. 
Florida figured out something to stop Bob's offense to get Dan's. Dan's Bob's. Oh yeah, Bill, Bill O'Brien. That's right. Come My on, bad. man. My bad. It's all right. Um, but looking at it, it Alabama only had ten points in the second half, and yeah. three in the fourth when it started to matter. Uh, the defense stepped up as they normally did towards the end, stopped them on the two point conversion from tying the game, but they were in position to win it. So that's something a lot of Alabama fans were not expecting. Um, and Saban's kind of—I I felt like his comments he's made that this team isn't taking stuff serious, and it might come back to haunt them. Um, so my thought on it was, I thought Florida showed that Alabama's defensive line is probably the worst it's been in a while. They were just—they were blowing them back, able to run the ball effectively. Um, most of the time, Alabama's defensive line looks like you can't even get past mm-hmm. them. Uh, you said a five-five-two, but that equals twelve people on the field. I'm sorry, four-five-two. Sorry, okay. sorry about that. I, I, I. I but yeah, it looks like uh, I don't know. They just they got up early, twenty-one-three, and then let them start inching back. It was a really good game. Uh, I thought I thought the call there at the end with the zone read, and neither one of the guys had the ball. No, uh, you could tell it was just both guys wanted to win it. And at that point, you gotta have to know who your guy's gonna be, and you gotta make it a point that it's that guy at that time. My question, I think everybody's asking after that game, is like, how good is Florida this year, or how how bad is Bama this year? I'm gonna say and, bad, but well, not less the, than not expectations. The, not the elite they've sure. been. So, I mean, but if you look at Bama's schedule, they've played a Mercer team pretty close. They blew a bad Miami team. Again, the ACC has proven that they are not the elite conference that they are to compete with the SEC. And they played a pretty good Florida team in the swamp and won one by two. But again, we can't really tell what Florida's done. Florida hadn't been all that impressive that this year so far. So we'll have to see what goes on and see what the Gators can have in store. Maybe they'll get another shot with them in Atlanta. I will say in the Twitterverse there was a lot of Florida and Alabama people going back and forth as far as the officiating of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, this past weekend was not a great officiating. It was not weekend and, and at a all. lot of games, not just that one. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was not great. <laughs> you could tell uh, when the announcers start to call them out a lot. That's pretty bad. I think there was a lot of missed holding calls mm-hmm. in a lot of games, um, but not to get off track. Uh, Florida, uh, sorry, Arkansas takes care of Georgia Southern. Uh, Memphis upsets Mississippi State, which in my mind, I think Mississippi State's still undefeated because of that call. Man, I got two guys wearing the same number four, and then he goes in and picks it up and runs like that. That needs to be called. That's another bad officiating job right there where it costs the game. You take that play out, Mississippi State wins the ball game. Right. Uh, so they dropped two uh two one after losing the Memphis Tigers, Georgia South Carolina. I mean South Carolina and Georgia they were kind of close early, but as the time went on, Georgia started to pull away. They just had the freaks. They at Georgia's got too many freaks. Jordan Davis so, is like yeah. a truck man. He, he, he not a truck. He's a tank. Yeah. I mean, going through a thing of 
bashed up cars right there. And he, he, well, I remember one play he didn't even get a push and he chased the running back down for a five yard gain. Did you see Beamer's interview afterwards? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they, they got, if you look at their D line, they're all five stars. If you look at their skill guys, they're all five stars. They are. Yeah. And the, if Georgia's going to win it, this is their year to win it. I, I agree with you. I think Georgia's looks like the best team so far. I've got them number one in my power rankings in the SEC. Uh, Auburn loses to Penn State up at Penn State for college game day. Uh, like I said, I think Auburn's, I think Auburn's trench play was going to be the ter- determinant, and D line couldn't get any push, and offense line couldn't protect or open up holes, and Penn State won the trench war, and so they won the game. Right, Clifford had all day to throw for Penn State. Uh, I remember one time looking at it, the coverage was perfect. He didn't have anybody to throw to, but he had so much time. One of their guys were able to get open multiple times for touchdown passes. He played a great game. Um, and, and then when we look at the end of the game, Auburn's down on the two-yard two line to get in a position to win the ball game or tie it up and have a chance to take it into overtime to win it. And controversial call, but again, from what Harson said, Harson said that they saw something that they've seen all week, and they won't. They've been practicing it, and the wide receiver game was really bad for the Tigers. Uh, Bo Nix, I thought, played a decent game. He had a lot of guys that were open that would fall in the middle of routes. He had multiple that he hit in the chest, and they just dropped it. But uh, kudos to him. Feel bad for Tank Bigsby and a guy um, that Auburn has made it clear that he is the star, and you don't even give it to him to win to tie the ball game up. I would have liked to see in a Tank Bigsby Bowden Shanker RPO right there. Yeah, it would, oh, man, that would have been awesome. Um, it, it would have been great. Um, I think what Auburn fans, uh, from what we've seen, is they're happy because there wasn't that many three and outs. Yeah. You'd see at least a first down come into effect, where in the games like this before under the Malzahn era, it'd be like four three and outs and then a long drive. Right. So if that if that if the Malzahn offense would have stayed, I think this would have been a blowout game because there was no push from that defensive line. It was really, really bad. Stop the run game. They didn't have yeah, any – I will say the D-line did a good job as far as run stopping, but – no pass rush. You got to get you got to get a hand in the quarterback. I mean, number but, number five, uh, what, Dotson. Yeah, great receiver. Yeah, he's he's going to be a first he, rounder. Yeah, I think so too. I think so. Too. Uh, I, something else I noticed from the game is uh, you know it, as well as Auburn's offensive line that lacks, um, and they had a love hate relationship. But there's no Seth Williams out there. They don't have a big receiver to go up there and grab it. So that's why the fade route, the fade concept, kind of interests me at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess it kind of speaks volumes of the coaching staff, you know, what kind of confidence they've put into these receivers. And not that it's false, you know, misguided or anything. But, you know, Kobe Hudson has that, you know, fumble. And maybe if he doesn't fumble, the Tigers are still in right. it. And they still they keep going at him, keep throwing him the ball. So hopefully they can bounce back with Georgia State this uh, coming weekend. Uh, moving on, uh LSU takes care of business against Central Michigan. Uh, they beat them 49-21. Max Johnson looking a little bit better. Tigers starting to get a little more confidence after that UCLA loss. 
Um, They might be back on track. We'll see coming up this next weekend. Well, Max Johnson throwing for five touchdowns is a huge confident boost going into Mississippi State next week where that's a revenge game for them and a must win in my opinion because you lose that game and you lose to Auburn, they're they're in bad trouble. But good confidence coming back in for SEC play, way to build up. You had the mess up against UCLA where you didn't play good, but – it's kind of Edo's deal where he has games where it's like, are you kidding me? How, how can you look so bad? Mm-hmm. And then turn around and beat a good team. Uh, we saw it his first year when he lost to Troy and then turn around and beat a good-ranked Auburn team down 20 points, come back and win. So that's that's kind of his business, but it's a good motivational booster before we get into uh, SEC play. Ole Miss takes down hashtag my green wave. Sixty-one to twenty-one. I don't think I don't think anybody can stop Ole Miss's offense. No, Matt Matt Carroll's putting up video game numbers right now. Um, three passing touchdowns, four rushing touchdowns, seven total TDs against a Green Wave team that took Oklahoma to the wire. Tulane's a really good team. Like and a good Tulane, Tulane's a good non-power five, five team, I I believe. And Ole Miss. Spanked them, right. spanked them bad. So, I'm Ole Miss is probably going to be my dark horse to get in the SEC championship this year. And <clears throat> if I'm Alabama, I'm, I'm I, I got to figure out a way to stop Matt Carroll. Yeah, they couldn't do it last year. They haven't played. I don't know. You know, Louisville, they played Louisville, and Louisville, you know, they're an yeah. ACC team. But, ACC doesn't look good. But, but they're, two, they're two big defensive players got out because of targeting. I'm not saying Ole Miss has really been challenged defense, like by a good defense yet. I agree, but let me say this. Ole Miss has averaged over 50 points a game in the past three games. Now, they haven't been great teams. I mean, if we look at them, it's Louisville, right. Austin P, Tulane. They get a bye week before going against the Tide, their first SEC game. They do have a bye week. Oh, my gosh, dude. That, they're going to prepare so, pretty good. They are. They're gonna, and Alabama's got Southern Miss this week. So, again, Ole Miss has every opportunity to take it right here. Now, the only bad thing for them is it's in Bryant-Denny. Right. So, we'll have to see how Matt Carroll does against that uh, tough environment. Swag Kelly beat him in Bryant, didn't he? They did, but that's true. Swag Kelly did do it. So, again, it, it, he won't be the first Mississippi quarterback to beat him at Bryant, Denny, And it, it's going to be Lane Kiffin's dream to, one, beat Saban, but beat him in his own backyard where he kind of got his rise again. So, it'll be kind of fun to see how that plays out next week. There's going to be a lot of drama for that. Um, and then the last game – Stanford 41, Vandy 23. Oh, Vandy. Ooh. Look, they got their one win. We, we, we got it was a good, solid win against Colorado State. It was, and they, they had a great win. I'm glad they got one win. I truly didn't think they were going to win one. So, they got they got some rough, some rough, rough road ahead of them. They might get a second win after Georgia. They play UConn, who is absolutely god-awful. Yeah, their coach quit in the middle of the season, so they might get two, which isn't bad. I mean, for for Vandy standards, at starting out stage, 
with the team he adopted. They got rid of all the Navy apparel, so like they're they're on the right fe- foot. I like where Clark Lee's going with them. I like the old V's. Yeah, that's what I'm honest. saying. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so we've reached our segment where we'll introduce our sponsor. It's called YouBetIPay.com. You need to take some of our advice, put some money on it. It's a reliable source. They pay you instantly if you win the bet. So we're going to give you some lines to take further on down this podcast, but it's called You Bet, I Pay, and it's U as an umbrella, B as in Bravo, E as an elephant, T as in Tom, I as an iPhone, P as in Peyton, A as in Alabama, Y as in yellow, dot com. Pretty simple. Yeah, You Bet, I Pay, dot com. It's reliable. Money's always there. Take our advice. Get you a little spending money. Have some fun. Get some easy money right here, man. Easy, easy money. All right, so looking at our uh, SEC versus the uh, other Power Five conferences, beating up on the ACC, 4-1. Nice. Only lost to Pittsburgh. Nice. Big Ten, Auburn drops the ball. Penn State, they're 1-0 against us. Yeah, but that's, a, that's, that's the it, record. It, it, it's good. It's a good Penn State team. Penn State might win the Big Ten. I think they will. Because Ohio State is trash. Well, I think Iowa is going to give them a shot for it. I think it's going to be. Oh yeah, Iowa, Iowa and Penn in the State. West. But I don't think Ohio State's going to be in it. Maybe Michigan. No, I'm kidding. Michigan's trash too. Uh, to all my Michigan people out there, the last time y'all won your conference, Al Gore was running for president. I just <laughs> want you to remember that. Um, and then we're one and twelve against the Pac-12. Man, the Pac-12 is looking good this year. Yeah, they are. Oregon is on a hot track right now, but. It's funny that USC is not the powerhouse that they are right now. As well, the they Pac- need a coach. <laughs> they do, as the Pac-12 is getting hot. So, we'll see how it goes. Chip Kelly's getting them down there in L.A. That's true. So, what I think is, I think Urban Meyer's going to get the USC job. Okay. We'll talk about that. He is. All right, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, so, standings, nothing crazy. Georgia's now tied with Kentucky in first place for the SEC East. And looking over in the SEC West, Bama's on top with the only conference win thus far. All right, so my four games to watch this weekend. I narrowed them down. Okay. The 11 a.m. kickoff, I'm going to watch the LSU at State game first. That's priority. It's going on the big TV. It's going on Peyton's center TV. <laughs> Miss State hasn't won back-to-back against LSU since 1990 and 1991. Wasn't even alive. I wasn't even alive. Me either. Been a long time. It's been 30-something years. Yeah, it's 30 years. Their thigh pads are like the size of this notebook I got in front of me. (laughs) Their face mask had a bar going down the center of it. Mm. Bill Clinton was still the governor of Arkansas. Yeah, he was. So, I think the Bulldogs bounce back from them. Memphis lost. I think they drop dimes on them again, second time in a row. I think Coach Leach, Coach Leach, gets those cowbells going at noon, Eastern time, eleven a.m. Central. And I think the Bulldogs beat the LSU Tigers. And Coach O's on a different bus than the team going back to Baton Rouge. Well, for my youbetipay.com, the line is two and a half 
to LSU. And I'm going to take those odds. I'm going to go with LSU Tigers. I think that they are going to continue the drought of back-to-back non-wins against Mississippi State. And LSU is going to take care of business before they get the Tigers in Death Valley. Why do you think LSU wins? Well, watching Mac Johnson against Central Michigan looked real hot. Mississippi State, the air I, I don't like the air raid. I, I don't like it. But I, you played receiver in, in college. And that's great. And you gotta have a you gotta have a good balanced run attack to win ball games, I truly believe. The thing I don't think Mississippi State has is the talent to match LSU this this time. Because last year they didn't have Joe Burrow. They didn't have – they missed a lot of their guys. But who here. does LSU have that's supposed to be so good? It's the same terrible team they come that out, they, they came come, out last they, year. They finish in the top ten in recruiting every year. Where's Mississippi State finish? Top 30, if that. So, you got to have a run to melt some clock. And with the air raid, you don't do that. Mm. Now, I think they had their win last year, and I don't think it's going to happen. I think Mac – Coach O has something to prove. He's got to prove after losing to UCLA the way he did. And if he doesn't, he's he's probably going to be gone. I tell you what, every time I think Coach O's cornered, he'll go, he, he he'll bring a way a, to get out. He gets a win. <laughs> he finds a way to get out. So that's just who Coach O is. I think he's going to find a way to win in Starkville. So we'll just see how it goes. My next game, I'm going to turn on. Once that game starts wrapping up, it's probably my fit, my game of the week, the old swack rivalry mm. down in Jerry World, A and M versus Arkansas. It's going to be in Dallas. Man, this game, I feel like it's it, we're coming at a cross point because I feel like Arkansas is trending up, whereas Texas A and M is trending down. down. Like everybody's like, man, A and M might be able to challenge Alabama for the SEC West throne, and uh uh-uh, uh not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Ole Miss is what you mean. Uh, in Arkansas, man, they beat Texas. I don't know how bad Texas is. Texas obviously isn't back. But this is huge for – I know it'll mean more for Arkansas to win here than A&M to win. It would. Um, what Ar- can you say having family that is Hall Well, one, the Arkansas community after beating Texas the way they did. They're still drunk. Oh, they still are. No, they, they, they think national title this year. And it's crazy that they're thinking that. They, I will say this: they are a lot better team than they've been in the past. Um, being first time ranked in five years, finding a way to get their program back on track. And I'll say this: yeah, Arkansas beat Texas A&M, but Texas A&M. Or I'm sorry, they beat Texas, but Texas A&M barely beat Colorado, and Colorado does not look like that great of a team. So, again, this is a hard bet to make right here. The line is five and a half leaning towards A&M. I'm going to read you a little interesting stats about this. Okay. Arkansas has not beaten A&M since A&M's joined the conference. Nope. I think they're what? 2011 was the last time they beat them. The score, except for 16... In 2012, Johnny Mansell has been like a one-score difference every time they play. No matter how bad Arkansas is. Man. 
it's been a drought for Arkansas in this series. It has. And it's in Jerry World. So, you know, Arkansas alumnus himself. Maybe that you, you know what? I'm going with the Hogs. You're going this with the gonna, Hogs? This is going to be the year the Hogs pull it off. I see, your, off. I see your Hogs. And I feel like they get snapped back to reality and they start this skid that they're about to start. Oh, this four games four game L road they're about to take. I think they lean on Spiller. I don't think that blue collar defense is gonna be able to stop him. Calzada's gonna do just enough. And I think A and M's defense is gonna be able to, you know, keep K J kinda ruffled like some chips. Mm-hmm. And I think Calzada is able to find Watermeyer multiple times. I think they get it done. I think the Aggies get it done. I think it's close, but I'm taking the Aggies. Okay. All right. So we have uh, – all right, so let's get this straight. I'm going with LSU. You're going Miss State. Right. I'm going the Hogs. You're going with the Aggies. Okay. All right. Let's remember that's for next week. All right. I'm going to put a steak dinner on it. Steak dinner. All right. Tennessee goes into Florida for what used to determine the SEC champion of the East in the 90s. Man, have times changed. I think Florida takes care takes care of business. Um, you know, they played with what the most elite program in the last 20 years, play with them toe-to-toe. Mm-hmm. They know they can hang with them. I think they get refocused, take care of Tennessee at home. Let's align at this. I, I I might take Florida on the over. Nineteen for Florida. Ooh, I know that's what it, it's, it's. Tennessee kind of Tennessee's been able to put some points up. Yeah, but they have. But that's a good line. It is a good line. Nineteen. <laughs> I might take the under. I think they might look sloppy. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um. Yeah, I can see. I'm going with the Volunteers for the line right here. Now in the game, I think Florida wins by two touchdowns. This game always kind of comes close. Do we see some more AR-15, or do you think? I think we get AR-15 in here. But Emory looked good last week. He struggled a little bit at first. Yeah, and, and he, he saw it. In. But as the game went on, he started to get with it. And I think that's why Dan stuck it out. Now, again, a lot of Florida fans upset AR-15 didn't play, and it still makes you wonder. Yeah, what's up with him? Well, what happens if he did play? You know, do you want to expose? Yeah. And maybe they're saving it for uh, a little uh, game in Jacksonville. So you never know. They might. Might get a little rematch, Bama, Florida, and Atlanta. Yep. Florida, Ole Miss. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't. This game would be a lot closer if it was in Knoxville. Obviously, mm-hmm. I don't think Hoypel has uh, the stars. He had a bunch of people transferred out. Uh, he's kind of got what he doesn't know what quarterback to play right now between Hooker or Milton. No, I'm, and they didn't look good against an average pit team. No, I think so. Yeah, I th- the ACC is bad. I think that the, the closeness of this game is de- is dependent on Florida play. It's has it nothing is. to do with Tennessee. It's all in the, and that's the thing about it, they might be banged up right now after playing Bama. The line ain't nope. Cause the D line's not good. Uh, moving on, uh, the other 6 o'clock game won't be on the big TV when Tennessee, Florida's playing. It's Kentucky, South Carolina. You know what I'm telling my guys, if I'm Frank Beamer? Guys, 
it can't get no worse. <laughs> we just played one of the best one of the best college programs in the in the country. Yeah. So that's the bar. Like it, it's not going to get worse. These guys are Kentucky's not as talented. And I think he keeps feeding his program into them. They won't quit. They beat ECU late. I think they give Kentucky fits. You know, Kentucky, you know, that confidence got jarred a little bit. Chattanooga? Yeah. Well, here's my question is, what's Beamer going to say after they get beat 28-7 to when he goes, well, they didn't have five stars over there. You going to make, I mean, you going to make an excuse this time? That's my question. It's at South Carolina. I think Columbia is going to be popping. I think they will be too. And, Everything, but I think Kentucky's ready first for SEC home game under Beamer. You got to start the program. Williams Bryce Stadium. I haven't been personally. No, but it's loud and it's fun. Is what I Sandman. No, that's Virginia Tech. No, they play Sandman there. They do. Mm-hmm. You sure? I'm pretty sure. Hmm. What do you think? I think, I think Kentucky takes care of. I'm taking the Cats. Yeah, I'm taking the Cats. I think they win 21-7. 21-7? Yep, 21-7. Cats. You think their banana eater will get right, not throw any picks? I don't know. We'll see. I think he'll he'll I think he'll light them up throwing the ball. I think he'll throw it a lot better. And Do you think Kentucky wears a blue helmet or a white helmet? Blue. Blue with all white. Blue, South, okay. South, South Carolina comes out in all black. Okay. I can say that. What's the uh, line on the, What's the line on the uniform? Line is five points for Kentucky. But yeah, I think I think the pressure is all on Kentucky here. I think South Carolina. What what else What else can you lose? You know, you can't. I mean, again, having to fight back against Eastern Carolina, having to you know get smoked by the dogs and everything. Uh, he started out hot, but uh, South Carolina and Beamer are about to go down a dark. Dark road right now. You know, if Kentucky beats South Carolina, those and you know Georgia will definitely beat Vanderbilt. We're not even going to talk about that game because right. I mean that. I mean Georgia might as well just play UAB again. And that line is thirty-five points, thirty-five and a half, and I would take it. I don't think I don't think Vandy gets past the fifty. I agree with you. Kentucky and Georgia will be tied for the East. How does that sound? Ooh, when did those two play? Hold on, let me see. Let me see. Kentucky and Georgia play October 16th. That'll be a good one. They play Kentucky right after they play Auburn. That'll be a good one. That will be a good one. And then, oh, listen to this road. Georgia's got to go down. Listen to this. After playing Vanderbilt, they got Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Who's on a hot streak right now. And if they win in Arlington, they'll be on a bigger one. Then you got at Jordan-Hare Stadium against Auburn. Kentucky, then the cocktail party. They get a week between Kentucky and Florida, though. Yeah, but still, that's four tough-ranked opponents right there. Yeah, then it kind of tails off. Then they play Mizzou, Tennessee, and then Georgia Tech. Because you could be looking at, let's see. Let me look at Kentucky real quick. Kentucky. All right, so they got South Carolina. They'll uh, They'll play Florida the next week. Which, if Kentucky and it's in it's in Lexington, Kentucky wins that game, they beat LSU. They're looking to play Georgia for the SEC East. Yeah. So, 
That'll be a fun game to watch. We'll see. We'll just see how it plays out from them. All right. Any closing remarks? No, no. I mean, just don't forget to go to youbetipay.com and get those um, get those bets in. Earn some easy, easy cash right there. Best picks of the day. And go, go win some money, man. Just have fun with it. Yep. All right. We'll see you all next week. Have a fun weekend watching some college football. Finally off. Finally get to sit down and watch football. See y'all later.